The Eric Yana Show, episode 38. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the channel. Uh, I'm Eric Yannis, and today I'm going to be reviewing um, the number one trending song on YouTube right now. Uh, I have not listened to it yet, um, but I thought uh, it might be an interesting exploration into today's culture, among other things. So I'm going to do just a quick reaction to today's number one piece in music and it in on YouTube for America. This is you know our generation's instance of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. It's our generation's uh competitor to uh Mozart to the Magnificat. This is it. We're gonna we're gonna watch it together uh live for the first time. Oh, that's nice. Well, I think we've heard uh, all of what we need to hear, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Remarkable that that song. I don't know if you saw on the clip, but is uh, uh, the number one trending for music on YouTube. It has uh, two and a half over two and a half million views, uh, with the channel having almost thirteen million subscribers. Um, wow, I couldn't really even understand any of the words that he's saying, other than. His vulgarities. Uh, I guess that passes for music these days. You know, this actually goes to something that I was uh, just writing about earlier today. With the uh, missing transcendental of beauty. Uh, I call beauty the missing transcendental. The transcendentals are the three, or, you know, what I would refer to as the three... Um, uh, the three things that Plato built his metaphysics on, the good, the true, and the beautiful. Uh, objective, independent, eternal existing categories that define for us what it means to be good, what is true, and how to be beautiful. And uh, we hear a lot in our culture from conservatives about truth and goodness uh, because they're so lacking. We rarely hear about beauty. And uh, interestingly enough, it, it seems to me that we lost beauty in this country and in our culture in the West long before we started losing goodness and truth. Uh, we lost beauty first. 
Um, now they all necessarily move together. It's not like uh, it's not like, for example, you could be heinously evil without also being horribly ugly. Um, there's nothing remotely beautiful about what Hitler did, for example, or what a serial killer does. Um, so you can't lose truth and goodness uh, and maintain beauty. And likewise, you can't lose beauty without losing goodness and truth. But uh, to some extent, I think the cultural war was fought first in the arts and in music. It's like this. Um, and we seeded that ground so rapidly. Uh, and funny enough, you know, a lot of people know the quote, uh, all that's required for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Um, but a lot of people don't know where that quote comes from. It comes from Edmund Burke, who was the founder of the conservative movement. <laughs> and uh, I think his uh, insight here in America was very apt because... We, meaning conservatives and particularly religious conservatives, seeded the ground on arts and music. You know, it's not that important. You know, let's let expressivism reign and postmodern thought. Give it a fair shake because it doesn't matter, right? We got so caught up on our economic productivity in this country that uh, conservatives stopped caring about the arts, which was the kiss of death. Um, particularly, it, it always amazes me how like so-called conservative Christians are always so spiteful or presumptuous about the arts. You know, they're just sort of disdainful about the arts. The arts are these hippy-dippy things. Well, they're hippy-dippy because you made them hippy-dippy. Um, had you, you know, grown up hair and defended what was beautiful against people who would have made it ugly, the arts wouldn't be leftist pieces of garbage. The arts wouldn't be the home base of anarchist leftist wackos um, and nihilism. Uh, instead, the, the arts would still be to this day a beautiful place for education um, and for emotional development. Uh, so we, we, we really lost that. I think our movement really lost the debate. Um, we made it almost 45 seconds through that song before I, I had to turn it off. And uh, I think we've gotten to a place now where we're so obsessed with ugly. We are in love with what is hideous, the pornification of our society, the uh, absolute garbage heap that is our music industry. Uh, our books and literature are disgusting. It's... Um, I think it is the fruits of our labor. It is the fruits of our labor. And uh, how are you going to win it back? How is America going to win back the culture wars? Well, one idea might be that instead of arguing about truth and goodness, what's morally good and what's objectively true, categories which just don't matter, we could win people back with what's beautiful. Because what is beautiful uh, isn't something that you have described to you in an exposition. What I mean is nobody writes an essay and says, oh, you know, the Mona Lisa is beautiful because this, 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 this. I mean, you can do that, but it won't actually be convincing to anybody. It's not the reason why anybody 
thinks the Mona Lisa is beautiful. Uh, beauty is something which is wordlessly experienced, almost like the Holy Spirit. It's wordlessly experienced and uh, perhaps a great way to win back young children into the culture wars onto our side of the culture war, because we are in a culture war, would, to, would be to make beautiful things again, to focus and redouble our efforts on the arts and have beautiful arts again so that children can experience what true beauty is and they can grow up with an appreciation for beauty. Um, I also think we should probably end pornography as much as possible because pornography is about the most hideous thing we have in our society today. Thank you.